Welcome to Off the Parable episode 29. We have everybody here today, although Derek's power just went out, so, you know, it, that, that happens. We got Choppy, we got Dyer, we have another Derek who has rejoined us once again from downstairs portion of his house. I am in Dallas. I am not home. Actually, I'm in Irving. Yeah, but see, I gotta, I gotta have, you know, the, the general area. I'm actually in the DFW area. For those not familiar with the texas area yeah yeah um so i'm not home i i that's why my although as choppy put it my uh my upgraded office is is quite spectacular much much better much better you can see my mess over here we've been doing some renovations today and it's been going pretty well um putting up some lights uh, but yeah, I, I guess we can do a, a, a visual listening, a visual explanation of my new office uh, for everybody. Uh, you know, of course, for those of you watching on stream, you can see I have a beautiful, just put it up, just put it up, signed Maddox jersey. It is too big for its frame. That's relevant. But it's it's beautiful, frames my TV, frames my TV nicely. And then the other side of that, we have a, a we have a, um, a Guerrero jersey, a Guerrero. I can't remember my arms right today. Over there, also just put that up. Beautiful, beautiful um, setup there. That one is not too big, choppy. Just in case you were wondering, it fits it nicely. Yeah, that one fits it nicely. Um, I got my uh, massage chair in the corner. Re uh, really, really nice. I, I love to use that. Um, up, up here, although you guys can't see it, is a Jordan signed Jordan jersey. Just you know, really, really, really big for all you LeBron fans. Sorry, Jordan's better. Um, got some hockey jerseys on the wall. I have this, I don't know what this is. Uh, it, it's, it's a really ugly blue and, and yellow jersey. I, is that what it is? Is is that what it is? I don't know. It, uh, it, it says, it says Miss Higgin. Yeah. Miss Higgin. Yeah. Miss Higgin. Yeah. My kid plays at a baseball yeah. team. Now it's got Michigan colors. Oh, it's so annoying. Oh, it's so beautiful. Same M too. Same they, logo. What's their fight? Do they it still is, the fight no, song it's, too? No, it's it's the Midland. Um, it's Midland, the minor league team, the Midland Bulls or whatever. Um, okay. They they've got a youth sport, youth baseball organization now, I guess. So. Uh, oh, I can't stand it. Oh, the yellow. Oh, the yellow and the blue. Oh, yeah, gag me. Dyer, you think that's funny? Dyer, Dyer, Dyer's gone. Yeah, we're we're doing really good today, guys. What a shit show! We're having a great podcast. This is Tyler's going to have a lot of fun editing this one. So wait, hold on. Tell. What was it that? Because uh, I obviously I got cut out down here, and probably too much electricity going at once. Um, Choppy made a comment about the Maddox jersey. Uh, what were you What were you trying to dive into there with 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 the uh, the sleeves? Well, what I had. What I had said was, uh, you know, like the jersey, it's framed, right? It's a framed Correct. jersey. Okay, so is like, is like part of the jersey, like, you know, hanging like six to eight inches outside the frame, but it's still considered to be inside. I would say the there's frame. about two inches of each sleeve. So hold on, a good, that 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 is not framed. A good example is uh, the jersey straight back, straight up on top of the wall, the Ricky Vaughn one. Because we can see his sleeves. 
Now, is yeah. that what you're referring to? Like those like that? No. What I'm referring to is that Greg Maddox never threw a fucking strike in his life. Oh, wow. That went way over and my head. Leaves were six to eight inches outside the frame, but they were still considered inside to be the inside the frame. I see what you did there. Yeah, that one flew. Yeah, see it was way over my head. That's I'm sorry yeah, about well, that, guys. Yeah. No, no, you're very good. well played. <laughs> so let's get started while we wait for Mr. Dyer to reconnect and figure out what's going on. I guess Derek page him on the uh the, the Facebook site. Oh yeah, that's right. See what's going on there. <clears throat> but let's get started with some college football because we haven't talked about that in a little bit. Um I will, I want to talk about the Maryland game last because I have a little bit of a rant I want to go on about that game. I don't know if any of you guys watched that game, but it was it was it was something special. So Choppy, why don't you know tell us about your Tennessee Volunteers and how they actually look like they're actually kind of good at football again? I didn't want to say it too so loud. I didn't want to say are... it too loud because you know, you know how yeah, it I gets. Know. I know. Let's see. We are a couple of days away here, man, from uh, you know maybe being a top You're ten getting team. Pretty close with a win. Knock on wood. Hang on, let me find some wood here. There you go. Right, my, right there, my midsection. Uh. Um, we are a couple couple of days away, maybe from being a top ten team with a win over Florida. Uh, I I don't know how, don't know how. Start of the year unranked, but um, one win away from being top ten. I I mean Florida yeah, Florida is a little in, in a little bit of trouble, but I think that I think you guys can do it. I think you can do it. Yeah, I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance. Um, but here's a question. You know they they're. Look, we're a ten and a half point favorite. We all here, here's a, here, here's your question though. Do you want to be a top ten team this early in the season? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. get the expectations up there for wait for a massive letdown. So because you got LSU right after Florida, then you got then you got uh -huh. Alabama, who I think is uh -huh. I think I'm going to say something crazy here. I think Alabama is overrated comparatively to other well, Alabama well, teams. I, I don't know. Hmm. That, that's it. That's interesting. I, I don't think I think, um, I'll tell you I think Texas is actually with yours and the way that that team was. I feel like they're they were pretty legit. I, I'm no, I'm not saying Bama's not legit. I'm just saying I don't know if Alabama, because they got you know they had some difficulty with a backup QB there too. I don't know if Alabama this year is as dominant as some other Alabama teams have been in the past, but. They're just so well coached. I don't think it matters. Whoa. Because that's. They are. They are well coached. Yes. We know that. Because that's what Alabama's always been that team where they've always been able to win the games they're not supposed to. Like, if you look at games, they're like. Look at the Texas game where really Texas probably should have won that game. Alabama still finds a way at the end to win it. They did that last year multiple times where they got down, went to OT mm -hmm. a few times. We're down in the dumps and they always find a way to win. They're just that team that just like, I don't know how they do it. I don't know if it's just they're Alabama or if it's, or, or if it's Nick Saban or a mixture of both, but they always tend to win they those had, games. They got more, yeah, they got more talent than yes. anybody. That's the thing. They got, they got more talent than anybody in the world. So that, that's why they're so good. I give you that, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, look at Texas. Is, Texas was a good team. Like they're they've got a lot of talent, and you know, styles make fights sometimes. Yes. And, and maybe Texas played the 
game in their lives. And Bama turned it over. Had a ton of penalties. Ton of penalties. So, you know, I think that game's in Knoxville. The Correct. Tennessee game um, against Bama. You know, Tennessee's uh, uh, even-numbered seasons usually comes with more favorable home games than the odd number. Yeah, you um, get everyone except uh, Georgia. Everyone except Georgia and LSU at home. Um, and, you know, LSU hasn't been world beaters mm-hmm. yet. I'll tell you, if they get the undefeated Bama game, you know, they'll be probably number one or two versus number six to eight, somewhere in their range. Wait, who's going to be six to eight? Tennessee? If they, if they win the next two games against Florida, because they're number 11 right now. Yeah, they are. probably move up a spot or two. I think they beat, man, they're 10 and a half. Uh, 10 and a half. I know. I know. It's yeah, crazy. No, they're, they're, they're right there. It's crazy. Um, and, you know, look, if they, if, they put it, if they put it on Florida, they win by double digits. Oh, that's a definite. They, you need, they would have to move up big time. Actually, I, I would say yeah, they move up they to – I would that. say they win by – Double digits, they go from 11 to at least eight, if not. And Yeah, and then they have LSU on the road. LSU's uh, not. Which is not an easy place Yeah, but they're not. They're yeah. Not great. I'm, 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 I'm looking here. And but, looking at the slate of games of that week, of week seven. God, coming into Alabama. Looking at that, at, looking at that slate of games. If everything stays the same right now, I think there's only two spots that college game day should go to. Whoops. And that could either be Alabama at Tennessee, which could very easily be a top 10 matchup. Probably will be a top 10 matchup. And you also have Michigan hosting Penn State that week. Where's game day this week? Uh, That's a good question. AMD. There's not many great games no. this week. That many good games hey, last I, week. Man. Oh, they're they're in Tennessee this week. So they won't be there next week. Oh, yeah, so they'll, not, go, they'll, they'll go to Michigan not, Penn they State. They won't be back. Yeah. 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 They'll go to Michigan Penn State then. Yeah, so they get tennis, Florida, Tennessee, the game days at at Tennessee. Hey, Tennessee better than Arkansas? Yeah, better quarterback. Mm. Um, not sure. Arkansas is a tough team. Okay. Man. All right. So I don't think we play Arkansas. You, I don't think you do. I didn't. I didn't see him, but I'm not sure. What about uh, Texas? I mean Tennessee better than Oklahoma State. I think they're very comparable. Yeah. I think Oklahoma State. Yeah, they're very comparable. Both team. I mean, not, neither team can stop a nosebleed. Correct. True. And I don't think neither team can be stopped. The, it, Tennessee, Oklahoma State might have an over/under of eight. Yeah, there's no defense. It's, it's two Big Twelve teams playing essentially. Which Maybe. coach has better hair? Ooh. Oh man, Gundy does. <laughs> I know this will be. This is on your schedule. I want to let me get a couple more tips real yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, Kentucky, who's better? And that's kind of a rivalry game. Kind of is. Uh, I think Kentucky actually has a. It might be better than that one. Really? Where's Where's Kentucky ranked? They're eight right now. Listen, the basketball schools, Kentucky, and 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 have you guys been seeing what Kansas been doing? Little rock chalk over there, undefeated, having a good season. Basketball schools are saying, "Screw, screw squeaky shoes. We're we're a hand school now." 
do you do you think you're better than Tennessee's better than USC? No. Right now, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think USC is uh, is going to the Final Four. We will know a lot about Oof. USC in the next few weeks. And my last two, because I I don't feel like Clemson's as good as they are, but maybe I don't know. But Clemson and Oklahoma. Oklahoma's pretty good. Ten- Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's very good. Um, I don't think they're playoff good, but they're good. Yeah, Oklahoma's very good. I'll tell you this about Clemson. Man, Tennessee's got the better quarterback by, by a lot. Uh, Hooker's better than DJ, I think. Okay. Um, but Clemson, there's maybe five players that Tennessee could start for Clemson. Like, they have it everywhere else. And I got to ask this just for the obvious reasons. I don't know if we've got Dyer back yet. Is Dyer back? Okay, there he is. Tennessee better than Michigan and Ohio State? No. 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 Not yet. No. Ask me that question in three weeks. That was just a curiosity. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't say. I can't say yes. They're definitely not better. Ask than me that State. question after Tennessee has gone to Death Valley and then hosted Alabama. No, no, no. I don't even care about that right now. Why? Why are they not better than Ohio State? Or they're better than Ohio? They're not better than Ohio State, but they're better than Michigan. I don't think they're better than Michigan. No, I don't. I don't think they're better. I don't think they're better. Than well, you're Michigan. like, well, they're definitely not better than Ohio State. Oh, because I think Ohio State's better than Michigan. I think I think Ohio State is is I think Ohio State Ohio State Georgia USC Alabama are your top four right now. People thought that before. That's clear. Yeah, it's true. Hey, at least you guys don't have a quarterback controversy anymore. Yeah, listen to that. You, you guys win one game against them, and all of a sudden it's just you know cocksure. Speaking maybe. of that game, uh, speaking of that, good about it. That's all. Let let's let's jump to one of the other useless games this week, uh, Derek. How do your uh, how do your Michigan Wolverines do this week? You guys uh, had a very very tough game last weekend. Yeah, I don't uh, even know what the fuck just happened. We played MacArthur High School, um, but the the good thing is, um, got to see a lot from our court. Unfortunately, with what Dyer said, because he's a piece of shit, he got hurt. <laughs> um, you hate to see that though. Kate is a strong leader in that clubhouse. Uh, I've heard a lot of great things from other sources. That he is one of those guys that they they do love having him around. He is a great leader, uh, but this does this now goes full full on for JJ. Uh, hopefully, he can take care of this. I I honestly uh, I want to see him. I want to see him deal with some adversity. I would like to see Maryland come away with a pick uh, just to get him going. See if that kind of yeah. We're gonna. I mean, yeah. We're obviously gonna dive into that game, but. He he hasn't dealt with any true tests. You know, they're playing against, like I said, MacArthur High School. Uh, they're playing 105.3, the fan, staff. I mean, they're, they're not playing anybody. It's tough. I figured Chop would have said something, but no. But the, it, they look really good. That's the only thing I can say. They, they look very good, but I'm very hard on this team. I've said this before. I get it. They deserve their ranking where they are because of how they finished last year. I just don't feel satisfied yet. Now that we're going to start playing Big Ten football, we'll get a little bit better eyes on it, and then we can figure it out from there. Let's move on quickly to the other game that was meaningless. Dyer, I have to ask you, how do you let Toledo score score 21? What happened there? It happens every year. 
or every time they play. If you put up seventy-seven. You you got to let the other team. You got to let the other team. Is that get so you guys don't murder right? them? Is that the rule? That's that you not guys true. Keep playing basically. That's not. I think the the second and third team defense was probably in by halfway through the second quarter. So, you know, they put up seven points in each quarter until the fourth. Um, it's fine. You got to let them have theirs. You know, seventy-seven point plus the. I mean, shit, the Ohio State defense was on the field the whole game, seemingly, because Ohio State scored so quickly every time. Four touchdowns in the first quarter, three in the fourth. I mean, come on. I do want to say one thing, that this is actually, that Dyer will appreciate this, and he knows I'm being honest. If Michigan played Ohio State COVID year, I think that score would have been worse. Like, what you see with the Toledo game, I think it would have been worse. I don't think... Uh, Michigan scores 21 points, and I think uh, Ohio State would have scored 80 points. You think? Yeah, it was bad. That was a weird year, though. It, no, I know, but I'm just saying. In like, all honesty. Yeah, but, Obviously, it goes without being said. It was but, just. But you're right. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to hide from that. It's, it's true. Michigan was just, they were god-awful. But yeah, this is about Ohio State right now, so go ahead. Sorry. I mean, they just... Didn't do anything wrong. C.J. Stroud threw five touchdown passes. Um, ran the ball well. Travion Henderson, you know, did his thing. He had um, uh, Mecca, I can't even say his name. Um, he played well. I mean, just flicking it all over the place, man. Ran the ball adequately. Didn't really need to. He put up 77 points. I mean, it speaks for itself. I mean. What do you? What does there even say about that? That's the game when you come in the next day if you're Toledo and you don't even watch the film. It's it, what do you? What are you going to get from that? That you're not very good against an NFL caliber O line. <laughs> yeah, that, that sucks. But yeah, it's true. I mean, that that's Ohio State is, you know, obviously as much as I hate them, they they displayed a lot of great things. There was a lot of positives for them. You know, I'm watching these games and being honest about it, but they, uh, they definitely showed a, a lot of, I felt like they came out a lot hotter this game than they did against Arkansas state. They made a big jump. I feel like they had the Notre Dame yep. hangover, you know, they won, they felt good about it. They thought this was going to be a cake work. And then, you know, Arkansas state showed up a little bit there and then they took off and then they came in in Toledo and was like, yeah, we're not letting any of this happen. Cause I remember I felt like the game started and, I just flipped the channel and came back and they were already up 21. Like it was just incredible how fast they were going. So I want to ask you guys before I talk about the Maryland game from my perspective, did either any of you guys watch Maryland versus SMU? I did not. No. I'm going to read you some stats real quick. And then I don't want you guys to look up the score yet. If you haven't yet, don't look up the score yet. Well, I have it all here. So it's too late for me. Okay. Well, Dyer and Choppy, I don't know if you look at the score yet. But I'm just going to give you the stat line, and I just want you to tell me what you think the score was in this game. Okay, so SMU had 520 total yards, 369 through the air, 151 rushing. Maryland had 439 total yards, 215, 214 passing, 225 rushing. In total, uh, Maryland averaged... Um, 5.9 yards per rush, SMU at 3.6 yards per rush. Maryland had 9.3 yards per play through the air. SMU had at 6.8 yards through the uh, through the air per play. 
If you had to guess what the final score was of this game, what, what would you think? Mm. Based on yardage alone, it sounds like it would be a relatively close game, right? I would think that that's probably uh, a one-score game. It was a one-score game. Ooh. I don't know, maybe in the 30s? It was 34 to 27. But here's okay. the crazy stat about this game. This is what pissed me off about this game. SMU was penalized four times for a total of 30 yards. Maryland. 15 penalties, 141 yards. Whoa! Wow. Sounds like the Dallas Cowboys. And Maryland won that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang, that's a sloppy game. <laughs> so even with SMU's all the yards they got, they only managed seven points in the second half alone. That's all they got. Most of their points came, obviously, in the first half. Uh, this was a very back-and-forth game. You had two high-powered, fast offenses, and you also had um, a Terps defense that couldn't get out of their own way. There were a lot of PIs. There was a lot of taunting. There was a whole bunch of shit that happened that I was very unhappy about. Plus, it got to the point where the refs just started calling anything and everything on Maryland just because they already had so many penalties, it seemed like. It actually got to the point where when a flag was thrown, the stadium would start booing before the ref turned his mic on. <laughs> and then if the penalty went again, uh, went for Maryland, meaning against SMU, the whole stadium would immediately stop booing and start clapping. And that only happened four times. It was, it was a wild game to watch. I thought we were going to lose consistently. Throughout, Talia had a great game, 214 yards, 70 for 23. Um, SMU's a legit team. They yeah, they, they just Hannah Mordecai's their QB. Um, so former Oklahoma Sooner uh, quarterback, but he got a little bit of bad luck considering he was behind for three years. Um, but they're they're a legit team. They're going to give some people some trouble. They're a very good offensive team. Defense is okay. Um. Their receiver had 11 receptions for 193 yards. He was ridiculous. Very, very good. But it was one of those games where when you're watching it, you just you you just want the game to like stop because it's painful. It's just mm-hmm. penalty after penalty after penalty after penalty after penalty after penalty. But Maryland won in the end, three and zero. Going into this game against Michigan, which we'll talk about in a minute. But it was one of those games where you just you don't feel like you won. You know, like. Those penalties sound like every Cleveland Browns yeah. game I watched in the early 2010s, except the Browns never scored. Yeah. Tough time. Um, and the last game I want to quickly touch on, actually not quickly, we're going to stick on this topic for a little bit, but ding dong, the witch is dead. We skipped it last week because yeah. we weren't here, but our good editor, Mr. Tyler, a.k.a. Gnome, was <laughs> dancing for joy as... As prior to the Oklahoma game, Mr. Scott Frost was handed the keys to $15 million and said, get the fuck out of here. Uh, Nebraska goes on to have a good first quarter against Oklahoma and then forget how to football (laughs) for the remainder of the game. Um, This game was not close, ended ended 49-14. Nebraska scoring, bookending, scoring in the first and in the fourth. And just... Nothing was going right for them. Uh, they could not get anything going. I don't think that this team's going anywhere this year. But what are your thoughts on Nebraska? And I also want to talk a little bit because we didn't get to last time 
about where they're going coaching wise because there's been a few other coaching coaches that have been fired. Herm Edwards out at at Arizona State. Um, there's going to be rumors of some other big openings coming later this year. So, what do you guys think about this one? Well, I, I personally, I, this sucks for the Big Ten. We need Nebraska to step back up. We need them to help to make the conference look better. Um, this is a shit time for them. They're a better program than what they, they are right now. At least they should be. Uh, it, it just sucks to see stuff like this because, again, like I said, this is a this is a good – it should be a good football club. They've got a lot of history, and it just seems – after watching on top of that, Scott Frost just sliding down the rail after getting fired, like clearly that guy didn't give a shit. And then you hear the rumors of him being late to practice and basically not giving a fuck. Uh, whether that's true or not, we don't know, but still it just looks bad when that's coming out there. And then obviously after you get fired, you're just like, I don't know, happy-go-lucky as you go down the rail. Hey, yo. He's $15 million richer. Yeah, that would probably be the reason too. Yeah, yeah. He just, I get it. Um, you know, you're going to fire him. Just try to save yourself some money. Just go ahead. Let him wear it. He's going to look bad. It's, this goes on his image. Uh, so people are seeing this. You let him go out there, save yourself a little bit of money instead of paying 15. What is it? Seven. Given the rumors though. Um, do you think that he threw on purpose? No, because what do you get out of that? You're hurting your recruiting. He gets $15 million. Well, okay, yeah. I think I, there, I might that, a, 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 <sighs> there might have just been a... There might have just been a... Try again, Dyer. This is got, a, this, this is, we're doing great today, guys. Dyer got cut off, but... Tyler, got, I just want you to put in a bunch of, like, error sounds. Just, just make but, this worth it with that he how do you like i don't think he threw a college game i get where you're saying though because you know hey if i keep doing this they're gonna fire me quicker i get that money either way you're getting millions of dollars whether it's seven or 15 granted yes you want 15 because it's more but at the same time he's just getting a very bad rep like going forward people are going to see that when it comes to hiring him and everything do you want to go hire a guy that gave two shits about it he just wanted to get the money and left i mean i think that depends on what happens after he leaves the coach saving saving school of rehabilitation that he is going to be attending um you think that's where he goes 100 percent, 100 percent. i don't think so he's gonna, i guarantee you he's an analyst for alabama next mm. year all right just we'll like see. every other failed coach that's the, oh, that's the rehab, yeah, so rehab, that's the rehab yeah. job. You go there, you spend a few. Yeah. For example, of course. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Maryland here, but Mike Mike Loxley punched punched out a literally punched a parent when he was the coach at New Mexico. Failing failing record there, failing record at Maryland when he was here as a head coach previously. Um, had a bunch of difficulty getting getting things done. Goes to Alabama, works as an analyst, works his way up to offensive coordinator wins offensive coordinator over the year, gets hired at Maryland, and is turning that school around. It's And there's tons of stories like that. Look at all of Nick Saban's um, uh, people who have come back and worked with him after failed careers and are now coaching successfully again. It is the fired coach rehab center. 
It 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 is the failed coach summer camp over there in Alabama. It really is. It really is. Uh, and I like that. I like that Saban's gone that route. He has made it so, you know, basically anybody gets a job there. If you if you if you've got talent, if you got a head coach, yeah. if you've been a head coach, he's gonna find a way, you know, to put you on his staff because I mean he just wants he wants great coaches around him. Um, and typically if you become a head coach at some point, because it's because you had elite skills somewhere, you know, maybe you don't make a great head coach, but maybe you have elite skills that can help him out. Yeah. Even if Scott Frost isn't an idiot, he, he had success before this Nebraska debacle. It, maybe yeah. it was just a bad fit, whatever it was, it didn't work out clearly. And yeah. I, I, like, I think he, he packed it in very early, you know? He didn't give a shit at, 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 I don't think at the beginning of this year, even even at the right, it was on the wall before this season yeah. started. Maybe Nebraska's just a bad job now. Maybe like, it's just hard to recruit. Well, it's going like, to be hard to recruit. Nebraska. Used, yes. Yeah. yeah. They used to get their kids from Texas and you know, like the East coast. And it was like, all right, I could see Texas. Cause you know, they were, you know, they were playing the big eight. They would go play Oklahoma. Um, you know, they, they would at least their families get to go see them every now and then. Now they're, they're out of their element in the big 10. Um, they're too far to get anybody from Texas. There ain't a kid from California who's going to say, "Man, let me go to Nebraska." Same not for Florida. <laughs> yeah, maybe no, in the nineties. So, yeah, it's just too hard. It's it's not just hard. Like if you're going to go north, if you're going to go north, there are better schools in the north to go to. If you're a five star or four star recruit, you could go. You just just alone in the Big Ten, Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan State, Penn State will all get you better exposure than Nebraska will. That's excluding teams like Notre Dame, who's also up there. Um, like, Choppy's right. Like, what is the incentive for a four- or five-star recruit from the South or from the West to go to Nebraska right now? If they were winning, different. Playing time. That's it. Playing time. So, I, I, I want to touch on this. I want to get your guys' take uh, on this. Um, the Nebraska coaching circle is out. The, their, their top list has been reported on slash leaked slash um, rumored. I don't want to hear you, Urban Meyer. Where do you guys think they're going? Who, who, he's not going to go there. <laughs> yeah, he is. That would be... I just... He's going to go there. I... I I believe he's an option. I get it. But like what pisses me off the most about him and I get it. He's a good coach. There's no doubt. I'm not going to ever take that away from him, but stop with the fucking excuses. Just say you want to go somewhere else. Say, Hell man, this was too easy here at Ohio state. I want to go somewhere else. Oh, this was too easy at Florida. I want to go somewhere else and try to build something else up. So according to a report that was leaked, whether or not this is true or not, take your, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, but it was reported that Nebraska has three coaches that they're eyeing right now. Um, they're looking at stealing Iowa State's Matt Campbell. I think very proven coach. Uh, That's a rival. Good. That's a big rivalry. It is. They play. Okay. They play for a trophy. Everything. That's ballsy. Big, big steal. Especially uh, Lance, if that coach goes. Lance Leopold at Kansas is another target. Of course, he took a school that was not a football school and made them a football school. 
um, and Chafa, you'll get a kick out of this one because we were just talking about it. Uh, from the Alabama summer camp brigade, they are looking at Bill O'Brien. Um, of course, he had a interesting stint in the NFL, brought Penn State out of the dark after the Sandusky scandal, so he has Big Ten experience already. Um, what do you guys think about those three rumored names? Of course, Urban Meyer was reported at being on campus other than the ga- other than the big noon game and meeting with directors. Well, first, if Iowa State, that's that's ballsy. That's crazy. Second, Kansas. This is one thing I'm always curious about. If you're turning that program around, wouldn't you want to continue to do something with it and make it something and make yourself something special with Kansas? If that was the case, yes, not always, you know what I mean? But think, no, I, I get it. But I mean, think about it. Like, man, I just turned this program around. I put them on the map. The moment that you leave, especially now with this NIL deal, they're gone. Transport portal just flooded. You just, all those recruits, everything you did for Kansas yeah. gone. Why? Like take the program, you put it on the map, stick with it and see if you can finish it off. That's what I would do. I want to see if I can get a trophy there. If I've already put them on the map, let's see what I can fucking do with it. And the other coach from Alabama, that makes the most sense to me just because... Bill O'Brien? Yeah, you don't, I mean, you don't want to be proven. in Saban's... You, you don't want to be in his, his coattails. You want to move along. You'll make a name for yourself. This is where you do it. Well, he did make a name for himself. and then. But I'm saying was, now you can really make the name. The one thing that concerns me with all of those coaches is recruiting you need a guru up in nebraska you need a good recruiter up in nebraska bill o'brien always struggled with recruiting that's why i went back to the nfl yeah he went he went back to the nfl um didn't recruit all that well at penn state now granted he was trying to recruit at penn state during sanctions after that whole terrible terrible incident so i mean how much of that can you put on him um Lance Leopold's done okay at Kansas, but they're a favorite over a power five team, man. That never yeah. happens. But is That's is dope. is he able to recruit at the Big Ten level? At Campbell is. I think that's your best bet in terms of recruiting. They're all gonna have capabilities of recruiting, I feel like. I don't know. Iowa State is definitely, they have a, a pretty Matt solid Campbell's program. Campbell's the best one. That's what I'm saying. In terms of recruiting, he's, I think, the only recruiter in the bunch. They're going to have... And he's that, familiar with the area. Yeah. But he's familiar with the Midwest. You're getting one of Saban's guys. Like, that gets... That's the only thing that kind of sucks, but that can be advertised. Hey, I was with Saban. I know how to get the winning program going. I learned a lot from him. We can make it happen. You, you can I feel star. like that's probably the sexiest. Pick. Bill O'Brien. Yeah, that's the one. Returns to the Big Ten. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, that's the name recognition. That's the coaching tree. The pedigree there. Um, you know, that's that's the one that people are going to be able to pick out and and wrap their heads around. You know, the other ones they make sense, but they're not really exciting. Not that Bill O'Reilly or not that Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Reilly is... <laughs> I think it might be a very exciting hire, just not for the right reasons. O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> oh, point... oh, oh, O'Reilly. Point being, I, I think it's kind of the, the best option out of those three, but not necessarily 
not necessarily a perfect fit either way. I mean, the, the, the one thing that oh, that's there for O'Brien, well, two big things that's there for O'Brien, is one Big Ten experience. He's coached in the Big Ten as a head coach at a big school with tradition. So he, he, he has that experience. Seven years in the NFL can go a long way when you're sitting in a recruit's house saying, I've, some coaches can talk to you about getting kids to the NFL. I was there. I coached it. I ran a team for seven years. So, but again, the thing is with Nebraska is, are the boosters going to open up their pocketbooks for NIL? Because at the end of the day, that's where they need to be at. They have all this money. They have the boosters willing to pay the additional 50, the additional money to get him out early. They have these boosters buying up tickets so they so they continue their sellout record. They're pouring money, boosters pour money into this program. Where's the NIL? Why do you have such a huge booster program and you cannot swing one big recruit with all that booster money? They have the money. Did you see what they pay? I mean, they, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, all these programs have money. I mean, you know, Texas paid 280 grand to get Arch yeah. Manning to um dude just come on a, on, a, on a recruiting visit it's crazy how does money. appalachian state's coach not get mentioned he's not gonna leave he's not gonna yeah. leave why would you but, okay well, think about this if you're him put my name in that hat so i can get some more money out of appalachian state harbaugh did it a lot of well, coaches I mean, do he's, it. he was oh, oh who was he with before previously he was the o-line coach for kent state he was an o-line coach for purdue Online coach for Eastern Kentucky, and he was a grad assistant at Louisville. Um, he played at Appalachian State as well. So that's a tough one. I don't yeah. know if you drag him away. Somebody's going to go after him, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. I mean, he's been too good. Appalachian State's been too good of a program not to go after him. But I, the thing with Nebraska is Nebraska needs to do a few things, in my opinion. One, they need to stop acting like it's the 90s because it's not. They're not good anymore. They're, they're not. They're, they're not. As Choppy said earlier, they're, they are a boring brand of football right now. They don't win. They have no real national presence anymore. You can't keep trying to treat that program like it's the 90s and hiring people like that. You got to do something big. Two, use your money. You just spent $15 million to get rid of Scott Frost. Okay, use your money. Go get someone good. And three, open up your NIL pockets. Go actually recruit. Like in the modern world. Because the only way you get someone out of, you know, Alabama, Florida, and to convince them to get to come to Nebraska is open the pocketbook. It, it's going to look, Nebraska is one of the programs that the NIL, I think, can really exactly. help. Um, you know, they're, they're not a, I mean, they are a traditional power. But they're not a sexy place to play. Always still a lot of crowd, though. And you always get a full crowd. You are, uh, but it's just not a sexy place to play. Like nobody wants to go to Lincoln, Nebraska. So I think the NIL can help them. They're they're, they're going to be more help by the NIL, NIL than than a lot of schools. Like Texas already yeah. gets five stars everywhere. Bama already does. You know, Ohio Texas State, Georgia. Gonna, they don't. Yeah, they don't yeah. need it. The NIL, you know, that can. Um, that can really help these other schools that aren't getting five-star kids. I mean, look, look at Jackson State. True. That still blows my mind. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just spend the money. They have the money. We see the money they pour in the program. Spend it. Use it. Use it for something. Bring the kids in. Stop just, you know, 
pretending that you're still in the 90s and winning 11 games a year because you're not. You're what, you know, you just fired your coach, your previous coach, that you fired having a winning record all time. So, like, I don't know what you're doing over there. Um, does Nebraska, because we have to do our customary Nebraska bashing uh, every podcast. <laughs> um, otherwise, uh, Tyler feels left out. Um, does Nebraska make a bowl game this year? No. 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 So I mean, remaining... I, I hate to say it. I know he's a fan, and I know he he means well, obviously. But I just have to be honest. I don't see them turning things around. Here's here's the thing, and I don't want to get too in depth as to what. Tyler said in our group chat because I was that's our group chat but I do want to bring up one thing that he said that I think is not and I want to get your guys take on the podcast but I think is the one thing Nebraska cannot do is they cannot hire their interim coach as their head coach I think you have to clean house you have to clean house and start all over again you've had how many years you're going to lose so many people I don't think they have a it's, choice. They don't have a choice. Get, what's there left to lose? What's there left to lose? The players that they have there. You're, you're not saying they're five. They're going to win three games this year. Maybe. They, 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 they probably won't beat Rutgers. Greg Schiano's defense is back. No, I get it. I just, oh, man. Uh, okay, Derek, let me put it this way. I just want to go down a list, and I want you to tell me, win or loss. Indiana. That's a loss. Rutgers. At Rutgers. That's a loss. At Purdue. It's a loss. Illinois at home. That's a win. Minnesota at home. It's a loss. At Michigan. (laughs) Wisconsin at home. That's a loss. At Iowa. Yeah, it's a loss. Okay. Hmm. I was... Iowa can't score. But, I know, but it's, they're not going to score on them either. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's yeah. I, I understand what our edit, what, what Noam was saying is that he came in very passionate. He was saying all the things he, he made really good steps to change the program around. He, they start, apparently they weren't tackling practice. Now they're tackling the practice again. They, he, he wiped the slate clean. He got rid of punishments, gave everyone a, a fresh start. I just think that, Scott Frost has poisoned that team. And I don't think that you will get anywhere by maintaining Mickey, I think is his name, um, as your head coach after this year. You would have to win of the remaining one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. Oh, no, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight games. I think he'd have to win five or six to be retained. If I was to keep him, he'd have to win five or six games. Oh, this is this is a, an extended job interview for him, and not for Nebraska. For his, he's making a case for himself for whatever program wants to take a shot on him next year. That's that's what this is for him right now. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a great opportunity for him. But he's not going to be the Nebraska coach next year. It's just not going to happen. Be. I don't think it's right for the program. I, I genuinely no. think that they would be hurting their program by keeping him on. Copy, any thoughts on that? 
I think they need to clean house. I do think they need to clean house. Um, but we all know who they're going to go after, and he's going to bring his own crew in. Yeah. Any of them. No, he is. He's, Any of is them. That? Even if they don't go down the urban route, which I think they probably will. Oh, they've already, they're, I've heard they've yes. already called him. I've heard he's been on campus already. Um, yeah, like, I, I, if it's not Urban Meyer, it's probably going to be Matt Rule. That's another name that's been thrown out there. Yeah, yes. I've and seen he's that. Had, he's very, very, very good success. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a, there's an undercover sexiness to the job that's, it's gone by the wayside, but, you know, some of these older guys that might be into the tradition, they might, they might love it. Um, Chance to rebuild a legacy, too. Yeah. If you save that program, you're, you're yeah. going down in the history books in Nebraska. Oh, I know for sure. Uh, you know, there's no doubt about that. I'll tell you, you know, um, if Dion's name's going to get thrown around here for Arizona State. Yeah. I think uh, Urban's going to be thrown around for Arizona State. We don't give a shit. No. They don't give a shit. Ain't no chance I take that job. After what, they, after what the rumor is about how they sabotage Herm with leaks, like wakey leaks. They fired him on the uh -uh. field. <laughs> yeah. You don't do that to my boy Herm. But no. find me a worse place for Urban Meyer, given his past history, than Arizona State University. <laughs> <laughs> Name one school that would be worse. <laughs> good West question. Virginia? Maybe? Mountain Mama. <laughs> Any schools where his wife won't go. Oh, uh, let, let's continue on with the college football section, and then we'll move on to some fantasy rundown, and then the NFL. We got, I got to talk about my Cowboys. We got to talk about our Cowboys. Uh, we're just going to quickly go. I want to hear you guys' predictions for next week for your own teams. Um, we'll start with you, Chop, because we started with Tennessee before. Uh, what are you guys doing? Thanks, Derek. Uh, what are you guys doing this week? You got Florida at home, game day. I think you said you were, what, 10-point favorites? 10-and-a-half-point favorites? So what do you think? What's, what's happening here? CBS game, 10-and-a-half-point favorites, 62 yeah, over-under. Assuming Tennessee doesn't turn it over a lot, they should win the game. Florida's – I don't think Florida's quarterback has thrown an, a, a touchdown all year. I don't think he's – I think he's run for a couple, but – um, against a power five school, I should say, um, you know, Florida's like, you know, they're, they're, they're some of their metrics, their efficiency numbers are, are way, way down. This is not a normal Florida team. They'll be great. I think I love Billy Napier. Um, but this is, um, this will be their first road game of the year. And they're coming off of you know, a sting of a loss to, uh, a loss to Kentucky and then a very close game against USF. Yeah, so this is not going to be a um, – this is not a typical Florida game, I don't think. Uh, you know, Florida just dominates this series right now. They won like 17 of 18 or something. But uh, I think Tennessee wins, and then it's, then, then it's avoiding a letdown at LSU, a team they should be favored against on the road, before you get to Bama. So you, is that over under 62? Are they covering that? 62 points from these two teams. I don't think so. That's high. No, I don't That's think so. steep. I think there'll be a little bit of a defensive showdown here on this one. Yep. I'm very, I'm we'll very, a little, bit, a little bit better SEC football. 
what I'm, we're gonna I'm, do. I'm a little tempted though to take Tennessee plus the spread, but not, but also take the under. I could see them winning this game by ten points, by by two scores, by fourteen, but I don't know how they get to sixty-two. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just don't see that happening. The big thing is they got to stop Florida's running game. Yes. Junior Johnson Jr. Dude can run. Ohio State hosts Wisconsin. ABC. It is the it is the nightcap on ABC. Um was Ohio State with an eighty nine percent chance of winning. If fifty seven points is the over under an eighteen and a half point spread for Ohio State. Wisconsin uh just put the smackdown on a high school last week, sixty six to seven. Um, but also did come off a loss to Wazoo the week before. Um, Dyer, what are your thoughts here? Of course, Wisconsin's no pushover of a team. They do play pretty good defense. They are a true Big Ten team. Do you see Ohio State covering the 18 and a half, and is the over-under hit? Uh, 18 and a half is kind of a weird number, um, especially in a game like this. You got an old-school kind of team like Wisconsin coming in. Like you said, very traditional Big Ten team, good defense, run the ball very well, don't do a whole lot through the air. Um, Quarterback play is average at best. Um, Ohio State firing all cylinders. I think Wisconsin is probably going to, they're going to put some points on the board. I see them scoring maybe 17 points or so themselves. The real question is going to be is how much is Ohio State going to put up? How much time is Wisconsin going to control the ball? You know, first downs, three you know three yards in a cloud of dust kind of thing. Um, I tend to lean towards Ohio State and covering that spread. Um, and what did you say the over under was on that 57. as well? Fifty seven, even fifty seven. Um, and that's kind of a thin one too. You know, gun to my head, I'll take the over. Yeah, the real question is, do you see Wisconsin scoring between 14 and 21? Yeah, and and that's kind of the sweet spot, too. Um, I could see it happening for sure, but I could also see them completely stalling out in the second half and just not being able to do anything. I just want to say that I think Ohio State, uh, for the betting side of it, they're going to cover both. Um, I don't think Wisconsin can handle Ohio State's wide receiving core. Uh, I think Stroud's going to have himself a, another field day. Um, I just, the running game will get shut down. I will say that the Wisconsin's line is going to be a little too much, uh, but the way that Ohio State will spread the ball around, it's going to open up a little bit of the running game, but I don't think they're going to have as big of a passing game, or sorry, as big of a running game as they will their passing game. So for me, Since when is Wisconsin I say they, they both cover spread and over. I agree. I think they do. Let's go to Nebraska. We just talked about it. Uh, Nebraska, Indiana, Nebraska's actually favored in this game. They've um, been favored in every game. Yeah. Nebraska is still currently favored. Um, I cannot find a money line for this game right now. I'm I just going to make this quick. They lose. You think? Yes. 
Who'd you say they're playing? Indiana. Indiana's three and zero. Oh. Yeah, I'm not even looking uh, at the points wait, on this wait, one. Wait, Give, wait, me wait, wait, wait. Give me the money it line. Give me the money line, baby. Give me Indiana. It says Indiana's playing. If I'm getting plus. It says Indiana's playing Cincinnati on my thing. Nebraska versus yeah, bye. Nebraska Nebraska bye. bye. Okay, Nebraska versus bye week. Who wins this one? I'm taking bye the bye week. week. <laughs> bye week for sure. I'm that's, taking the bye week. That's still a, that's still a good question. <laughs> Give me the bye week and the points. The bye week's defense is too strong for Nebraska's offense. They, <laughs> they really are. Over under another firing on this bye week for Nebraska <laughs> with, at, at one wild. and a half. What are you guys taking? That would be wild. Over under the amount of kicker recruits that Urban Meyer kicks this weekend. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it's a Josh Lambeau joke. I like it. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's go to the last Big Ten game, and then we can talk about if there's any other games that pique your guys' interest here. The game that Derek and I will unfortunately not be able to watch, although it is for a good cause, um, which you guys will find out about after the podcast. I'm sure there'll be some pictures and some cool stuff um, going on from that event. But we are, of course, talking about the big noon, the big noon game on Saturday, Fox's version of ESPN Game Day. Maryland Terrapins travel to the Michigan Wolverines. Both teams are undefeated. Uh, Maryland's insane firepower of an offense and their non-existent defense go to Ann Arbor. Um, Michigan has an 84% chance of winning this game. I think that's probably accurate. The over-under is 64.5 points with a 17-point spread. That was at 16 earlier today. Um, So it's gone up one point. Derek and I have differing opinions on this game a little bit. Um, I'll go with mine first. I think Maryland gets humbled. I think pretty heavily. I think that Talia has some difficulty against the Michigan defense. I think that Maryland's penalties come back to bite them. They had 15 at home against SMU with the crowd noise at the, at, at the, uh, at the big house. I think we might see a repeat of that. Um, with some big penalties going against Maryland again. I just think that they are not. I don't think that enough of their I's are dotted and T's are crossed to be able to perform well in the big house right now. I still think they put up points. I can see them getting to 21 just because they're explosive enough as a team to do it. Um, some of the best wide receivers in the, in, in the, in the league um, they have an extremely good running back who's been able to find holes. They do have very experienced O-line who are almost all seniors. Um, so I think they'll hold their own there, but I see I see Michigan covering the 17-point spread at the end of the day. I think it's going to end up being a three-score game. Yeah, I, uh, I think it'll start off pretty close. Um, I think you got to give credit to Maryland's Wide receiving core, they've got one of the best ones out there in the Big Ten, uh, and they obviously got a pretty good quarterback to back it up. Uh, I want to see how Michigan's defense, this will be the first test of a team that can actually throw the ball. We'll see how that goes. They can kind of run as well. I feel like our deep running defense is really solid. I think we're going to do a pretty good job of containing that. I'd like to see how we contain the air. Offensive-wise, I just don't see Maryland being able to stop both the running game and the passing game. Uh, I definitely see over being covered. I feel like JJ is going to have himself a day. Um, God dang, uh, Corum. I'm trying to think of his damn name now. Pretty sure it's Corum. 
running back. Uh, yeah, I was right. Quorum's going to have a pretty solid day. Uh, he had five touchdowns last week. Uh, I don't see him getting five this time. I also expect some big moves out of Ronnie Bell at wide receiver. So I, I feel like Michigan's going to come out pretty hot. Uh, I think it'll stay close for a little bit. And then probably right before halftime, um, you'll start seeing the wheels fly off of Maryland and we will throttle them. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking three score game. By the I just don't, the only thing that's pissing me off. That's why I, I went ahead and said right away, the over take it the spread. It keeps changing and it's starting to piss me off because it's making it that much harder for me to decide. People are betting, I, betting I, on I, Michigan. I, yes, I know. They're betting on Michigan hard. And that's that's why it's kind of, it's just so tough. I think this is a very good test for Maryland. I don't, like I said, they expect to win this game. That's just how Mike Loxley has their team. But mm -hmm. I think this is a good test to see how they stack up against a good defense. I think that this is a test that can tell them, how do you do against Michigan State? How do you do against Purdue? How do you do against against Penn State? How do you do against those those teams that aren't quite at the level of michigan ohio state i don't have quite the offensive firepower could maryland win this game yeah yeah there's a chance uh, sure i don't I, I i would be much more comfortable this was at maryland for them doing that but i don't i just don't see it what's the spread again uh, uh right now it's 17 and a half. okay yeah i was gonna say 16 and a half but yeah 17, 17. It keeps going up. Feel a lot more comfortable at seventeen. I mean, they, they fuck it though, baby. Maryland's got Sir Robin of Loxley at the helm. Steals from the rich, gives to the poor. The wise guys in Vegas know something. Give me the points with Maryland. <laughs> you sound like one of those like pay me. Uh, for my picks, guys, right there with the with the, with the, with the, with the brought to you by right FanDuel. <laughs> Use code Dyer for a free ten dollar bet. <laughs> uh, real quick, there's some other interesting games to go over. Clemson at Wake Forest. Clemson seven point favorite at Wake Forest. Real quick, guys. No, I got one. We got to go to this one. I feel like this is going to be the game before oh. we take off. Um, to the next dude, you, you you're going right by the Wake game. I'm give me Sam Daddy okay. right there, baby, over Clemson. Okay. I just, uh, this this game, this is going to be the ultimate test. I feel like this is probably more of the game of the week. Arkansas, Texas A&M. This is going to show us what Texas A&M is all about. Was, was that game yeah, is. against Appalachian State a fluke? Is, is Appalachian State that good? Is Arkansas that good? This is your test. This is a bounce back. This is big for uh, Hey, Derek, should we go? A&M. What should we go? Should we go? It's at AT and T. It is at AT and T. It's at AT and T. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> I know why it's there. It's all Jerry stuff. Whatever. Well, I mean, that's to be honest, it's a neutral site. It's going to be sold out. It, it, you're going to have a heavy Texas. Lean, yeah, but what, what do you what do you need the neutral site for? Go I, play at Texas A and M. You got a nice stadium. Use it. They do. This is a Texas whole marketing a thing for Jerry. Bring in <laughs> Arkansas because he went there and he loves Arkansas. The Texas A&M a two-point favorite. They gave them the two points because they're the home team. Um, it's a toss-up game. They're they're doing this as a toss-up game. I think if this was at Arkansas, it wouldn't be a question. I think Arkansas would win. 
See, I don't know. I think That's it's tough thing. to I say. I think it's tough to say Appalachian State's a fluke, though. Well, it's definitely not. It's. I don't think you can say that. They've proved time and time again that they can compete with the big dogs. I I get it, but Arkansas has continued to progress each year this coach has been there. Yes. And this, to me, is... I think this is his third year, if I'm not mistaken. It could be more. Um, but I know he's got his full recruits in. This is what, you know, This I used to say this about Harbaugh, but now we got past that because Harbaugh actually got himself two quarterbacks. He had one at the time, but he now has two. Patterson, we thought, was a guy, whatever. That was a wash. Arkansas has everything flowing in the right direction for them. This, this is a statement game for them just as much as it is for A&M. This is going to be a bloodbath. So the over under 48 and a half. Are we, we're taking the over. I honestly want to take the over, but they're going to barely cover. I think 50 is pretty easy. It won't be because 28, 28. They're, going to be, they're going to be playing some defense. Arkansas has a pretty solid defense. Choppy, what do you think about, about this tale of Jerry world? Honestly, I don't trust AM right now. I don't either. I don't trust the quarterback play. Um, you know, losing at home Nap State. They they are not a great team. I I I'm I'm I am definitely riding with Arkansas on this one. Dire. Well, I I get the biggest problem that I have is AM not wanting to play this game at home. Agreed. How much they get paid? Doesn't matter. They're getting cursed by me because they don't want to have their home game at the best field in the country, Kyle Field. Why would you not Over want to play man? at a field that's named man. something as awesome as that? All right? I'm going with it's not my Kansas. It's not your Kansas. It's our Kansas, baby. Our Kansas, Arkansas, way over on the points. Give it to them. <laughs> Use code Dyer at checkout. God, Dyer, <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I kind of, I, I kind of, <laughs> I do agree. I don't trust Texas A&M. I think they were overrated to begin with. I think that putting them at the sixth spot was very much a Texas bias um, that we've seen before with Texas teams for some reason. And I think that it you tends to bite Texas teams in the butt more times than not. Um, Arkansas, they give me Arkansas in the over. I think they blow out that. I don't. I think they'd be forty-eight and a half between the two of them. I, I want to circle back real quick to the game that Derek skipped over, um, the Clemson Wake Forest game. Clemson seven-point favorite at Wake Forest. I think this is an important game because it tells us who Clemson is. I didn't even see that. You're right. Sorry is Clem? It, it is Clemson worthy of the five spot? Wake Forest at home, of course. Wake no. Forest does not want to talk about their game they had last week. Um, they did win last week, um, but they won by one point versus Liberty. Hit the over. They will hit the over. Wake Forest is going to throw the shit out of the ball. Quarterback will have over yeah, 300 are. yards. Yeah. His name's Sam Hartman. I call him Sam Daddy. He is good. scrumptious looking. Holy cow, Derek. You would love this guy. What? Derek's looking him up right now. Oh, yeah. Such a good-looking man. Like, I'm jealous of his looks. He's got a great jawline, good name? hair. 
<laughs> Sam Hartman. He's not even on their freaking thing. Oh, yeah. No, he's got like that, like. Chiseled jaw. And, he's know, gonna be a model. He's not he's not playing football. He moved, he's not playing football anymore after this. He's 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 this is whose quarterback? Wait Sam Hartman. It? Sam Hartman. S A M. I'm not Googling him. I was trying to see because all I can see is <laughs> passing yards, rushing yards, and receiving yards. It doesn't throw. Yeah, he's been he's been he's been cleared to play. Oh, wait, there he is. Never mind. Yeah. 44 of 71, 825 yards. 825 yards. Jesus. That's what he's had yep. this year? Seven touchdowns, two yeah, interceptions. He, uh, yeah, he got cleared to play. <sighs> Does Wake Forest pull it? Do they pull the upset? Sorry, that's 600. It looks like an eight from because the font's so small. I, did uh, I think Wake Forest keeps it close. I think Clemson's kind of back on the map again, and they win. So hammer the over. Spread, not cover. Robbie, you say you're taking Wake mm-hmm. here? Yeah, what are the points? Uh, Plus seven. Clemson, Clemson seven. Yeah, I am. Damn, you're gonna take the points. Give me. You taking it outright, or are you still taking Clemson with the W? I'm taking it outright. Wow. Three. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fire. Now's your chance to shine. Woo! Wake Forest, more like fake forest. Can't have your quarterback coming out here looking like a Disney guy, like Justin Herbert with half the talent. Woo! Clemson is going to pull the defense back out of their bag of tricks this week and come up over the points. I like Clemson. We should have a betting show. Just let Dyer read all of our takes. That's what we, that's what we need to do. <laughs> we need to start actually keeping track and see what our records are. Next week. Next, next Wednesday or Tuesday when we're not setting all this up, we'll do that. We'll get that started. <laughs> um, let's move on to the NFL Real, uh, not real quick. Let's move on to the NFL. First, let's talk about fantasy. I was swept this week. Uh, did not get shit talk as much as I thought I would. Um, I faced our editor in both the leagues I'm in. I think I won. I think I lost by a combined 15 points in two leagues. Um, straight up, just you know what, Choppy. First of all, actually, we do need to, we do need, we do need to address something with you. Um, all right. You rated editor Gnome's team as the worst team that you had ever seen and you thought that they weren't going anywhere he's undefeated he is beating everybody oh is he what say you to that really yes uh i would say this is why i never win at that uh, fantasy football <laughs> gnome has requested an apology from you i don't know if that's warranted yet we're only a few weeks in i don't know if the apology has to wait until the end of the season I get it over with. I can get it over with right now. Um, I was wrong. You weren't wrong yet. Yeah, it's definitely been yeah, two it's games. Still too early. As of now, I appear to be wrong. Um, I reserve the right to change my mind and rescind this apology. But I sincerely apologize for crushing your soul and heart with my take on your fantasy team. Uh, let's go down to Liz Dyer. You're 2-0 with the cup my balls brigade over there. Cup with two Ps, <laughs> obviously. Uh, happy with your team so far? 
I'm happy with the team so far. I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, jo- uh, Josh Jacobs has severely underperformed. James Conner had the injury last week. I was able, Joe Burrow has been kind of middling decent fantasy numbers, but the sacks are still really concerning for him. Um, Cooper Cup is really my only saving grace at this point. Without him putting up 27 points this week, I don't win. Um, can't really say anything other than that. Mike Evans has struggled. I do have some guys on my bench that are vying for some playing time. Uh, Garrett Wilson had a big game this weekend, unfortunately, for my favorite real football team. Uh, and and um, Sharp Bateman, kind of a, a nice surprise in Baltimore. He's looking like he's probably going to crack my lineup this week, too. Mike Evans probably taking a seat. And... Um, and who knows, maybe somebody maybe somebody else might have to throw one of those wide receivers in the flex spot, move Kareem Hunt into the running back position, and drop maybe Jacobs to the bench for a week or two. Derek, you're one-on-one. One-on-one. One-and-one. I feel good. Um, you know, obviously getting a lot of performance out of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Montgomery's done well. Waddell has done huge for me. Uh, I really need Najoku to fucking get his shit together and get me some points. Um, Brown's just got to start using him. Uh, One big thing that's been key, and I'm loving this, and I know we're going to see another big game out of him on Monday night. Tony Pollard has been doing great things for this team. Uh, He has put us back on the map to help out. Yeah, he's taken over. You can already see the transition. I know we're going to dive into this when we talk about the Cowboys. And, you know, hopefully whatever day I get to go back on the fan, I'm going to talk about this too. They're transitioning. You can watch the Cowboys, no matter what you want to sit here and say, they are transitioning from Zeke to Pollard. It's, it's wide open. I don't know how you can't yep, see that. They are. It's, uh, we're, we're giving more carries to the guy that we don't pay the most. That's what blows me away yeah. is you look in baseball, you know, Terps is uh, our high-paid shortstop, but Choppy's coming in, and Terps has been struggling. It doesn't matter. Choppy's going to go back on the bench now that Terps is back because we pay him. He's got the most money. He has to be I'm out. Figure there. my swing out, okay, Choppy. You just you just got to wait. So, <laughs> but uh, I feel like my team's really good. I'm I'm very happy with them. Uh, I've got kind of an issue here trying to figure out which receivers I want to get back in there. I feel like Lazard's going to pick it up a little bit. Devontae Smith should be picking it up a little bit. And Curtis Samuel is also doing, actually he did pretty good last week. So I've got a little bit of the issue there. Uh, Derek Henry was stuffed bad. I mean, they just ran into a a really good team. Buffalo is by far the best team in the NFL right now. Hands down. We do have a punishment now, choppy. There has been a punishment decided. And right right now it seems like I'm in the hot seat. I am Owen two for this punishment. Um, it does include Mr. Editor Gnome if he ends up losing, but Dyer's the one who came up with this punishment, um, which we, which the loser will have to do during a podcast. So Dyer, do you want to, you want to fill people in on the, uh, on the punishment that will be happening? I, I forget the name of it. It's from the makers of the death nut challenge, but it's the, the tube of death. I think it's called, which, uh, what seems to me just a whole kind of like a M&M's candy cane tube full of these death nuts, <laughs> the super spicy uh, peanuts, you know? So we can have all kinds of fun with that. I might just, even if I don't lose, I might just do it with whoever does just to see if I can do it. 
We're going to jump super quick as Choppy. I know you got to get out of here. But I want to get your take on one NFL game, and then we'll let you go, and we'll finish up on our own. Um, that, of course, is my new team. And, of course, Choppy, your team here. We done boys, the Cowboys going into the New Jersey rivalry. Yeah. The Cowboys versus the Giants. The, the, the battle for my home state. Um, that's this game. It really it, is. It is. It, it is a battle for New Jersey supremacy um, between the Cowboys and the Giants. So, Choppy, this game, Monday night football, of course, for this game. Choppy, what do you see? Are we pulling out the win here or are the Giants going to 3-0? and uh, you know, I was, I was, I was thinking, you know, the way they looked against Cincinnati, Cooper Rush two and zero in his starts. The Giants look look pretty good though, and Daniel Jones is what he is. He is what he is. But they got some. They got a big set of day balls on that sideline, man. They are uh, they are <laughs> gonna bring, and that's exactly. <laughs> that's that pretty funny. Pressure right there. That's what they got. They got a big set of day balls. Uh, I, I think the Giants win this game. Uh, the Cowboys will they come back here, but I think this one, the Giants win. The Cowboys need it though; they need it desperately. If they get to two and one, and then they have Washington potentially three and one before Dak even returns, guys. I mean, that is that is nothing. They could you could not have asked or dreamed up of a better scenario. So wait, hold on. First, I want to say this, Terps. You got to learn the true rivalry with the Cowboys. No, yeah. no, Derek, you don't understand. You, I, because you didn't grow up in New Jersey. Choppy understands the Dallas Cowboys yeah. are the second largest team in New Jersey. I understand that, but I'm saying and, and, your rivalry and, and, though is oh no, not... no, I'm not talking about the real rivalry. What I'm talking about though is the battle for my state, which is the which is the New Jersey Cowboys fans, and I'll say this are the them. most obnoxious fan base in the state by no, far. I get that. I get that. I don't. I can't imagine. I lived there. I don't remember it being bigger than the Jets. Oh, it's way bigger than the Jets. Now the I will say the Eagles. Or, or the, the Eagles Eagle. are up there. Or the, the Eagles have pushed up pretty hard with their recent success. There's your true rival. Now, well, but with that being said, though, here's my thing, and I, I got the Cowboys winning. I don't think the Giants are good. I feel like the Cowboys defense is going to be too much for Daniel Jones. That that's just that's common sense. Saquon could have himself a day, though. I think he might have a day uh, just because he's looking good. I think he's bouncing back. He's trying to put his name back out there. Daniels is going to blow it. My question is, Cooper Rush is giving you guys the wins, all right? Dak, look, I think he's a good quarterback, but he looked like shit that first game. Now, granted, he ended up getting hurt. That's part of it. I get it. Now, now Rush has had preseason in Dak. Correct. Has. Now, my only thing is, if Dak comes back and starts struggling, do you get Cooper back in there? No. No, no. Dak is Dak's the guy. 100% the he guy is. That you, uh, he needs pressure, though. Yeah, he, he needs to have the pressure knowing that there's somebody else that can take his, his job from him. Yeah, I, I you know I can I can buy that, um, but yeah, I don't think there's I, they don't make a change. I mean, like that and I'm be, not saying I want to clear that up too real yeah. quick. Cooper is definitely not better than Dak. I know that. I'm not going to have that stupid argument. I just if things aren't going right, you guys got to win. Yeah, they do. They do. Now they're going to have a cake schedule here. They got Giants and, and Washington. And they have the Rams. You know, Dak might come back with that Rams game. Though that that's not going to be an easy one. 
But right now, the two very manageable games with the Giants and, and, and Washington. Well, Choppy, we'll let you get out of here because you, you have an early start tomorrow. Very early. Good luck. Thank you, gentlemen. Good yeah, luck. Sir. Yep. Come say hi. I'll be here through next Thursday. We'll do. All right. We'll do. All right. See you. Have a good one. See ya. Good job. We will continue on. I want to ask you both about what the fuck happened last week with the Browns. Well, that's you know we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> yeah, you have I know. to talk and about it. We literally in our group chat we had the text and everything, and it literally said, Well, Browns being Browns again. Now, this week, this past week, I, I really thought I was like, Holy shit, we're about to do another walk-off field goal. Like, you gotta be kidding me. It was set up for it. It was we had everything ready to go for it. And yeah, but the fact that they blew it, uh, Amari got to catch the ball, man. You got to, you got to get that on the outside. Is kick. Joe Flacco elite? No, but he's, he's good, <laughs> but he's not elite. Of course, it's a wild game he's... in the final, what, 88 seconds. Um, Jets yeah. going ahead, going ahead to win it. I just, I can just see Dyer watching this game getting really excited, then seeing the onside kick be recovered by the Jets, getting more angry, going to his fridge to get a beer, coming back and seeing the Jets score and just just bottoms up in the beer. Am I accurate there, Dyer? I mean, at this point, quite honestly, no. Um, I am a very cynical Browns fan at this point. It's in my blood. My dad is the most cynical Browns fan I think that anybody will ever meet. If I would have been on the phone with him at that time, after after Cade York missed the extra point, he he would have said, "Okay, well the Jets are. This is it. The 13 point game. The Jets are going to go down, score onside kick, get it back, go down, score again. We're going to lose by one. That's exactly what happened. I, I knew it as soon as he doinked to that friggin' extra point. I knew the game was over. I was not surprised by anything that happened after that. Not one thing. And anybody, too, on a different note, who wants to try and say that Nick Chubb should have laid down instead of going into the end zone can fuck all the way off because Nick Chubb is the last person that anybody should put that loss on. Yep, I agree with that. I still think you got to catch the ball in the onside kick. That's the, that's yeah. the most crucial thing. You do, absolutely. I you know what else you, you have to do is you have to cover in the goddamn secondary. True. Grant Delpit needs to pull his head out of his ass and stop blowing coverages. Agreed. Browns get a chance for revenge. They host the Steelers. Uh, it is a it is the Amazon Prime game. Um, so it's a short. By the way, I hate that. I hate this so much. Here's what I'm going to tell people: for those of you listening on Spotify, um, don't watch on Amazon Prime. Watch it on Twitch. It's on Twitch. Yes, the feed is faster on twitch it does not go down on twitch the quality is better on twitch so wait let me ask this because this this i won't be able to do it well actually we could can i have it up on twitch no you can there are certain partners who can i'm just not one of them you're not one of them correct um but yes you can this game i would recommend watching it on twitch I will not be able to watch this game. I'll be in the air when this game is happening. Um, but yes, I recommend watching it on Twitch. Cleveland is favored in this game by four and a half points. 
Uh, do you guys see a rebound in this quick turnaround week, or or are you guys going to be going home disappointed? No, we're going to win. Um, I'm I'm optimistic only because the Steelers aren't that good, but I don't know. Again, the cynical fan in me struggles with saying that I think this is a win, especially with his the issues that have that the the Browns have had in the secondary coupled with the fact that they will have absolutely zero pass rush tomorrow night because Clowney's out, Miles Garrett's questionable with a neck injury. You lose those two guys and you lose 90% of your quarterback pressures. So, who's going to get to the quarterback? I don't know. Maybe Garrett can get out there and and play half the snaps. Um another problem, albeit a little bit less of a problem is Joe Batonio also um, is questionable to play with a biceps injury on the offensive line side of the ball. So I think they're going to be okay. That's not going to be as big of an issue, but the the defensive side of the ball is going to be a huge issue. He's right. So the, yeah, so I guess at the end of the day, it's just really going to come down to and the Browns, not Browns themselves. Yeah, that's a can fact. You, can, can you get over last week? And they're they're definitely past that. What I mean by get over it is is can they completely eliminate the mistakes that were made from a technical standpoint? Yes, but th- this game, this is a this is like me versus Dyer, Ohio State versus Michigan. This is brutal. I had to sneeze. Sorry, I heard that. This is the, that was that was an impressive sneeze. This is a absolute fuck you mentality going into this game. Both sides absolutely hate each other. I I I, I see the Browns. I, I I feel very strong with this. I'm going to take this one with me. I'll I'll wear it. Browns are definitely going to win, and they will cover the spread, which is I had it up just a second ago. Uh, Thirty-eight, I think it was. Not the spread. Oh, no, the spread's four and a half. Sorry. Yeah. That's about to say. God. <laughs> it's an Alabama game. Yeah, it's, it's four and a half. It's, they're definitely covering that. I see them winning by 10. I think that's realistic. I, I mean, feel that confident. Pittsburgh, this is where the defense gets back on track. I just, I feel that way. I think it's going to go that way. <laughs> Trubinsky is just bad. He's bad. The general? Yeah. Not so good. Not not the general. I can't, it's not like I can say much more about Jacoby because he hasn't done much for, to begin with. I mean, he's got 40 of 81. Sorry. 60, 40 of 61 for 378. We got to get more out of him. He's got a good group of receivers out there. He's got an elite receiver out there. Uh, one guy is starting to have himself a year. He needs to keep it going with Peoples Jones. And then, I mean, you got the, one of the best running backs in the game right now with Chubb. Mm. You got a four-headed monster back there. You've got Chubb, Dearness, Hunt, and fuck, what's that other guy's name? Um, one of the young guys. We just got him this year, last year. He had a great uh, preseason. But th- they have what it takes. They should not 
first of all, shouldn't have lost to the Jets. Second, this is a must win right here. But next week will be better. We'll be back. We'll be a little more organized. I'll still be here, but everything will be more set up. Um, we were a little scrambling today, but thanks for hanging. Um, those of you listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, be sure to give us a review and or a like. For those of you listening on Twitch, we'll see you next week on either Tuesday or Wednesday to be determined. Um, but thanks for hanging with us. We hope to see you guys all next week. Until then, see ya.